there. I'm Sanjay. And I'm Matthew, and we are Planet Butthurt. As we do every time we podcast, because we're lazy and don't own our own equipment, I'd like to thank our friend Daniel St. Amand. He's done real cool things, like create the Hubble telescope. So if you want one, just let him know and he'll hook you up. So, the last time we podcasted, we brought up a pretty sweet movie that we didn't know would be sweet yet. The Wonder Woman's. How do you feel about that? Well, I feel great about it, except for not having seen it yet. I mean, everyone does at some point, you know. <laughs> everyone does not see a movie. It's right. part of the transition yeah. to seeing a movie. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'm incredibly excited to actually watch it uh, whenever I get the chance to find time to not be at my house. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, it's just a lot easier to be home instead of literally anywhere else. So yeah, I it's like fine. It. It's a lot of fun. Don't um, a spider web on me. It's <laughs> not a spider web. We're fine. Yeah, uh, but you saw it, and what did you think of it? I thought it was a fantastic movie. Uh, I kind of had a projection after Suicide Squad came out that this movie would be real good because Suicide Squad wasn't, like, a good movie, I would say. Like, objectively, I'd rate it, like, a six, probably, like five or six out of, but out of seven right <laughs> no <laughs> but compared to batman versus superman which was a solid three out of ten I really think it, that high <laughs> i'm an optimist i All think right. that or i thought that like wonder woman would be really good they haven't been able to make changes uh post wrapping which they did with suicide squad a little bit um but just like after watching it and being able to clearly see what scenes they threw into suicide squad i was like this movie will be at least pretty good and I think it was. My least favorite part was the actress that plays Wonder Woman, actually. But What? Yeah. I think she's a really bad actress, in my opinion. I think you're a really bad actress. That's fair. <laughs> that's very fair. <laughs> I mean, I've never tried to get out there, so that's my fault. Yeah, well, try harder. I don't know. I obviously haven't seen her act in this. I don't know if I've seen her act at all. I'm going to look her up while I'm speaking. Um, the only thing she's been in is Fast and the Furious and oh. a BVS, so... Be- Batman versus Superman. Oh. For some reason, I thought Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And that's just... <laughs> <laughs> Hope and I were talking about that movie, and I thought she said VBS, like Vacation Bible School, and I was yeah. like, I don't get how this was a segue, but, you know, whatever. I guess we got to church sometime, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen her in very much, but, okay, yeah, I love Fast and Furious, so I did like her in that. Oh, I know. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I just really like them. I think they're great, and they drive fast, and they go vroom, vroom, and I would like to go vroom, vroom. Um, <laughs> with the rock? <laughs> with anybody, but yeah, that would be that'd be dope. Um, but yeah, I think she's pretty good in those. I think, like, honestly, um, as a typical female character in a male-centered, action-packed movie, mm-hmm. I think she did a great job. But, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of chance for her to shine. And I'm, I'm really excited to see her in Wonder Woman because this is obviously her chance to shine. She is the... She, it's her. She's a titular character. Yep, I didn't know how to yep. say that word. I don't either. I think I got it right, but we'll find out later, I guess. I, I was thinking... Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, I think, like, obviously you've seen it, so you actually know, but I'm going to be the optimist here and hope that, like my very low standards for movies <laughs> are exceeded. I just, uh, 
one of our friends always tells me like she asks me every single time I go see a movie oh how do you like it and I'm just like I loved it it was great mm-hmm. and she's like you say that every time <laughs> <laughs> like I love all movies so I don't know I'm really excited um do you think that the movie like stuck true to the comic books I think it did uh, like one of the kind sort of memes that came out like weeks before the yeah, a couple weeks before the movie did. So I don't think this is a spoiler, but I guess close your ears if you think it might be for you. Uh, she gets an ice cream cone, and, like, she freaks out a little bit, and that's, like, panel for panel, her getting ice cream in the comics, which was pretty funny. And there's a couple other, like, small things, but character-wise, I very much so think that she did a good job. It was it was just her acting, but that I think that was just me. So, yeah, I think that she did a very good job and that I'm very excited for any Wonder Woman sequels slash uh, Justice League when that comes out. Hope, what did you think about her acting? So I realized after the movie when I was talking to Sanjay about this that I might be slightly biased in this opinion because I was just thinking the whole time how I wanted to look like her. So... I liked her acting, but I don't know if I liked her acting exactly. But I liked her character, and I don't know anything about Wonder Woman, so I was just really excited. And she was there, and she was punching stuff and doing cool things. (laughs) And, like, at their heart, these are still action movies uh, with, like, just a very broad overarching plot that kind of ties them all together. And her fighting was as beautiful as I thought it would be from all the trailers. Like, they did a very good job of, um, if you guys have seen Batman versus Superman, there's a couple of scenes where when she kind of uses her super speed or something like that, the background falls out and we see her kind of launch forward. And they did a very good job of making sure you know this is who is doing the cool stuff in this scene. And the camera angles are just really sweet. And they did that a few times in this movie without making it kind of like downplayed or overdone so whenever she fights you know that it's going to be the real deal and i think every one of them was very like or every action scene was super cool like was still pumped for the next one like it was a very good action movie on top of a good superhero movie on top of a good uh like background movie it did a good job of setting the stage for her so okay so um as far as what is her name help me please wonder woman or the actress the actress i do not remember her name it's i actually lost my notes gal okay so i don't either (laughs) um in comparison gal godot godot i'm sorry whatever uh not whatever that was rude but you know uh her action sequences how do they compare to margot robbie as uh harley quinn (laughs) I think that they were a lot better in the sense that um, Harley Quinn's scenes kind of seem to be, first of all, she's a sex symbol. Second of all, she's a character. Third of all, she can also punch hard, like every single one of her action scenes, whereas every single one of the action scenes in Wonder Woman was like, I'm going to kick your butt. I happen to be a female, so I hope you're okay with that. Punch, kick, shield, shield, stab, (laughs) rope. It was insane. Uh, So I... I guess from like a like critical standpoint, 
that was it. And then even just from a shallow standpoint, she just looked cooler when she kicked stuff. So, <laughs> and she did a better job of kicking and punching things. Like there's who, yeah, without spoilers, there there's just a lot to look forward to as an action movie, and lots of like playing with everything around the characters instead of just we are in kind of a like metaphorical elevator where we can only move three feet around each other and nothing yeah. is going to affect us even if we're in a battlefield or if we're like underwater or whatever um you see very much this is like a movie that takes its surroundings into account which is awesome to watch that sounds really cool i'm so excited yeah, to see this watch this movie like i'm it was a very good movie I just had a feeling about the the lead female. But. Yeah, and that's understandable. Um, and I think pretty much no matter what, I know for me at least, every time any sort of comic book movie comes out, I pee my pants with excitement. Like, it can be Green Lantern bad, and I will still love it. I love Green Lantern. I, I watched it the other day. Like, it's I know it's not good, but... Taken. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> The only one that I haven't watched for a second time is Batman vs Superman. <laughs> that's that's how I feel about that movie. But we both know Martha's. This is why we're best friends now. We both know someone named Martha. So let's talk about the controversy with this Wonder Woman movie. Well, I think uh, the main two that kind of stick stick out to me. Uh, there were several all, or only female showings around yeah. the country which is insane, and just a bunch of people got really upset about it, which is interesting mainly because there's kind of a divide where um, in, like, male-centric communities, let's say, or kind of, like, clicks or whatever, like, comic books or, like, trading card games, there is a largely male audience. And whenever someone says, hey, we should try to bring in more females, there's always a, no, it's fine, like, we're good, women just don't want to be here, but we'd be totally fine if there were more if there were more women here but that's not our fault and when this movie came out and it was announced hey there's going to be a few all-female showings or only female showings everyone pooped their pants and was like this isn't fair this isn't 2017 i'm everyone deserves to be equal and if i can't see this movie early or see this see this movie with a theater full of women then what's the point we're going back centuries Fred Flintstone's rolling around in his grave. <laughs> they don't understand. And I think that's just really dumb. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've read a couple of the articles, and I've read some of the comment comments with the articles, and they're always hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, why can't we have an all-men showing? Like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if you go to just a regular comic book movie showing, and you look around at the audience, mm-hmm. like you're gonna see more males than females because the nerd culture so to speak is is very closed off for females um i know like weird example i guess but before i came out as trans if i would go into a comic book store or like any sort of like nerdy store um i presented as female and the reaction and reception that I got from the people working and the people just hanging out in the store is so much different than what I get now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, that's crazy. And th- people just need to be more welcoming to anybody who wants to to be interested in these. And not to mention, Wonder Woman is literally this huge face of feminism. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, women should look up to her. Yeah, definitely. And they should be allowed to go see it. Yeah, and not feel like they need a reason or they need someone to take them to see this movie. And, like, right. you should feel comfortable seeing this movie, like, alone with only female friends or whatever and not feel like you're going to get harassed by the first person that sees you when you're in there. Right. Such a good movie. It's very good. I can't wait. And the, I'm so excited. the second thing that I was thinking of uh, regarding the controversy is in California, I think it's in San Francisco, one of the like three YouTubers I still care about uh, went to go see the movie the day after it came out and the fire alarm was pulled like 20 minutes into the movie. There was nothing wrong in that theater at all like someone just got upset and pulled a fire alarm like some random guy that they didn't catch and when's the last time you saw or heard of a fire alarm being pulled in a movie ever never exactly it doesn't happen but it just so happens that one of the few movies that's uh very progressive in like the audience that it wants to attract and about like giving strength has an alarm pulled in it like right it's childish and just pretty dumb hmm I haven't heard about that, um, but yeah, the last time that I remember a movie sparking any sort of reaction, and I don't, I don't think that this was even in reference to the movie, but it was when The Dark Knight Rises came out in about, like, I think 2012. There was just, I don't, I'm sure you've heard of it, but the, all the shootings, or like the one shooting and then possible consequent shooting, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, so... It's 2017. It's been five years-ish. I can't remember exactly when it came out. But it's been five-ish years since that came out. So, like, for that to happen, it's, it's kind of a big deal. Like, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. But everyone go support this movie. It's so great. Yeah, do it. I will. I'm <laughs> soon. <laughs> and I will also be seeing it again soon. So, if that says anything, I'm poor. And I'm going to go spend my hard-earned, tax-deducted dollars to go see this movie. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about Easter eggs without being too spoilery. There's a couple real cool characters uh, to look for in this movie. So most of them are in the background. And it's I don't think they're named per se. But if you're just looking around, you can tell, like, whoa, that person's going to be big later on, which is real sweet. And there's... That's a little bit less of an Easter egg, but uh, one of the, like, kind of big characters in this movie, um, I didn't expect to see going in, and I didn't expect them to have such a large influence in the movie, so it's really cool just to see, like, like two of the main characters, uh, like, duke it out, like, in so many different ways, and kind of see the different dynamics of what, like, it means to be prominent in a movie, so... Yeah, look out for a couple characters you would know if you're super into Wonder Woman, but even if you're not, you've definitely heard of them, so it'll be cool to put together those pieces as you're watching. Um, this is a really random question, but how would you feel if Stan Lee started doing like a couple of cameos in like random DC movies? I think that'd be great. Uh, and this is a spoiler, but it's been like a long time or it's been like a month, I don't remember, so it should be fine, but in Guardians 2, we see Stan Lee as a Watcher, and I think it'd be really cool, like, since I, if I remember correctly, the Watchers aren't just, like, the, like, the group of beings that watch over 
the Marvel Universe, the, the beings that look over all of existence. So it would be really cool to see Stan Lee just, like, dipping in and out of uh, DC movies, like, oh, I hate it when I end up here, and then, like, walking <laughs> away, or just making, like, a couple off-painted comments, or saying, like... Tony Stark would never do this. I can't believe <laughs> this is what they do in Gotham and just kind of and stuff like that. I think that'd be hilarious. And it's something that like everyone would love. Yeah. DC or Marvel fans. Just an old guy being crazy. Yeah. I think that'd be awesome. They mm-hmm. should definitely do at least one of those before he dies. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't want him to die, but I mean. Mm-hmm. Or like since well, Warner Bros. <laughs> is the producer of the DC Marvels as well as the Harry Potter uh movies it'd be cool if we see like a couple of the like main characters in harry potter just like being a little bit confused but like in a movie in the background like daniel radcliffe standing there in wizard robes yeah or just like okay, yeah, cleaning cool. off his glasses like yeah. in a scene and he like puts them up to the light right as the camera's passing by or something like that or we see uh rupert grant like in his ice cream truck being really confused because <laughs> if you guys don't know Rupert Grant like owns an ice cream truck that's what he did with his money so uh, he's a real cool guy he also looks almost exactly like Ed Sheeran so if you're a fan of that guy you should be a fan of this guy he's also a wizard wizard we so, need to stop talking about Harry Potter otherwise this is going to be a, a podcast entirely about Harry Potter dude it starts with wizards ends with wizards you know so you gotta get that whiz biz out of the way Whiz-biz. Okay. Whiz-biz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about uh, traits. Cool. So <laughs> this is not related at all, but no, trade yeah. packs are real cool. For those of you that don't know what a trade pack is, it is a collection of individual comic books that are jammed into a soft cover or hard cover, if you're more affluent than I, a book that is easier to transport and give to friends. <laughs> and family members or strangers if you want to trade back from me just say it and i'll just send you one that's not true no it is true i won't yeah. tell you what it is uh, but you'll get a trade back all right so yeah <laughs> trade backs are super cool and it's cool that they're kind of becoming a little bit more prevalent a lot of people are waiting until the end of arcs or they're buying online copies and then buying trade backs uh, so you're kind of supporting your company your passion like in two different ways and you're saving yourself a lot of money in the long run too so they're pretty sweet and like cool ways to read comics yeah um i know i buy a lot of stuff online and then i i prefer to have trades um like don't get me wrong i've got a box filled with like just floppies but um floppy discs not comic books just (laughs) yeah related we got a we got a box of floppy discs just hanging out in tipper's basement i don't have a basement Uh, but yeah, like so, I I usually will wait to get a trade just because it's a lot easier for me. I don't like to wait. I hate waiting, uh, and that's I mean I watch TV shows the same way. I wait until it's either over, or almost over, and I binge the crap out of it. <laughs> but um, how do you think that that is going to affect like kind of like sales? I guess you know like how Marvel and DC view how their comics are doing because if people aren't consistently in a comic book store buying the individual issues, it creates a different, like, view of how how things are going. So, like, you could, like, with the Flintstones, I bought a couple of the individual comics, but I, I bought the trade. And 
I feel like that reflects in the numbers where say if they're trying to do a longer run and no one's buying the individual issues they're gonna stop or like they could that you know well, I know, uh, I think this is something that's cool that DC's doing. It I, it probably wasn't intentional, but it might have been. With DC Rebirth, they did lower all the prices of their individual comic books, which kind of makes it as an easier entry point into reading. And I think everyone will have to follow that model, like Marvel, IDW, Dark Horse, which is still DC, and everyone will need to start lowering that entry point to encourage people who do want to keep up. Because I know as soon as I see an issue one of something that looks sweet, I buy it. If it's cool, I'll continue to buy it. If not, I'll probably just wait until the trade comes out or I'll just stop reading it because ain't nobody got money for that. Um, but if that point is lower, then I think instead of people that buy online copies, they're a lot more willing to just like spend two ninety nine and have something shipped to their house and have that consistently show up mm-hmm. instead of spending the like 15 to 20 that a trade normally is, which is comparable to like a six to eight issue run uh, depending so yeah i think it'll kind of force everyone to want to be more competitive with their individual comics makes sense i also feel like there's kind of this this big thing i hate going in public like it's damn near impossible to get me out of my place i i I don't do it very often um so i hate going to the comic book store i mean i love it because it's the comic book store but it means I have to get out of my house, mm-hmm. which is obviously really hard. So a lot of times that's why I would buy like online comics or go to Amazon and have trade shipped to me. Um, and I feel like as a society, we're, that's where we're headed, Like, is a lot more of small town shops closing down, even bigger shops. Obviously, we've got like a Barnes & Noble in the world left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so how do you think that's going to affect things? I think that ties back to what we talked about a show or two ago. I don't know. I just, like, got a new job, so my sense of time is just completely off now. But, time uh, is not real. All relative, wibbles and wobbles. But I think uh, you need to encourage people to want to go to stores so that they will spend the money to keep the stores open so the stores can then order more product to give to the customers and, like, continue that cycle. But the minute that you think, oh, well, it's fine. We've got these these cool books coming out. Uh, people will just spend, like, $80, like, in-store to get them, and it'll be fine. But we'll also sell stuff online. So either way, we'll get our money. Like, that's not how you, like, keep a community going and how you, like, build a new base. So I think it'll be up to mostly the producers to be listening to the consumers as well as the middle market to keep that open so you have multiple avenues coming in. Because I like going into like comic shops and bookstores and stuff and just like sitting down in a corner and hanging out for a while or trying to find out what's a romance novel and what's a fiction novel or what's a... That's actually one of my favorite games. Fun fact, hope I play it all the time. Um, or like what's going to be a Garbo comic or what's going to be an insane comic that just had really weird art for its issue one. Um, so yeah, I think it's just everyone like listening to each other and wanting to continue that cycle but it is going to take a lot of work on producers producers is behalf <laughs> to uh, get people out and to keep people excited with like events or another free comic book day so there's one like when it's hot and one when it's cool or just like events like small events like that 
but not like large secret wars events because that was bad mm. and too many issues yep bad <laughs> so, so now that we've kind of dissected trades what's your favorite my favorite trade that I've read in a while was Witches. Uh, super cool. And just a very, like, it's a very interesting take on, like, a very, a very family-centric, uh, like, series. So I really liked it. I would recommend it to anyone, but Matthew's making faces, so... <laughs> I've tried to read it before. I didn't, I didn't like it very much. Mm, I think it's prob- it does take, like, an issue to get into. Yeah. And because of, like the kind of depth that it tries to go into like very early on yeah some people won't like it but yeah i, I mean it. that's fair and um i feel like you and i agree on a lot of comics but then there's also ones that i know that we don't agree on mm-hmm. and i feel like it it makes sense that we don't like mm-hmm. there's some that we're just like <laughs> i love it i hate it okay mm-hmm. i don't know and we still are friends because we still know people named martha that's it that's it's literally the only reason yep that's it (laughs) (laughs) the marthas that bond us (laughs) also if you haven't seen batman versus superman there's a that's a joke to that realize that should probably be said Uh, the only reason that bats and soups become friends is because they both know someone named martha which is like kind of dumb in my opinion but you know teach their own me martha as sue martha as they say (laughs) I've never heard anybody say that. And we run in different Martha circles, I guess. Oh, but, yeah. dang. <laughs> I guess. And what is your favorite of the, the trade backs? Um, you know, trades are kind of like movies to me, where I read one and I'm just like, <laughs> I love it. I need more. Um, I would say, dang, this is actually quite difficult. Um, I really like Peter Panzerfaust. Uh, just a big part of that is because I'm a huge fan of Peter Pan. Like, I am Peter Pan, essentially. I'm never growing up, Fair. obviously. You haven't grown since 2003, so. <laughs> <laughs> How old? Hang on. Never, I'm not doing the math on that. I'm very bad at math. Um, but yeah, so I love that. And it's, um, for those of you who don't know, it is Peter Pan... But instead of landing in England, he lands in Germany, I want to say. I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting take on Peter Pan's story, and it's just, it, it brings a whole new level to everything, and it's just phenomenal. It's very well written. Um, it's just really good. Uh, but I also really like The Amazing Spider-Man's Sil- Civil War. I think that's really good. I think they did a good job. It's just, yeah. Civil War Two or Civil War One. One. Cool. Yeah, um, but I mean, honestly, Miles Morales, anything is gonna take the cake for me. That's true. I hope I recently went through like all of my comics to organize them because I'm 23 now, so gotta start getting my life together. And I own like 70% Spider-Man comics and like 30% other, and I have like three, I think like three full long boxes right now. Or three shorts of, like, that. So, man, Spider-Man's just so good. Spider-People are so good. Love them all. But speaking of Spider-People and therefore comic books, if you're a fan of Marvel and of Sick Deals, uh, recently Amazon recently paired with Marvel for something super cool. Uh, they have 
pretty much all of Marvel's history now. So if you're okay reading digital copies, you can buy a trade of anything pretty much that's come out in the last 30 plus years for like $2.99. It's crazy. So if you've always wanted to read like Civil War in its entirety or Civil War II, but we're lazy or a house of M, but you keep forgetting like me, then this is a really cool chance to do that and spend like next to no money and have it as long as the internet is here, which will be forever. So it's great. I'm a little bit angry that this is the first that I'm hearing about this. Well, we're supposed to be friends. I found out four days ago. Yeah. So. See, that's four just, yeah. How dare you? Dude, I mean, I got to sleep for four days and then be awake for four days. I've got that whole mini hibernation thing going. It's worked wonders for me. I'm growing an extra arm in the last month, so. We're fighting. <laughs> um, what, is there anything that's, like, happening that you're excited for? Speaking of Spider-Man, Thwip Thwip Homecoming is coming up, and I am super excited about that. I think we're both going to pee our pants. Spider-Man. We're both, so we're both incredibly excited. Like, I am very genuinely considering wearing my Miles Morales Spider-Man costume to see Spider-Man Homecoming. And I have an amazing Spider-Man costume that I ripped off of my friend Joe. Thanks, Joe. I love you. Joe, you uh, suck. And, <laughs> and he also has another Spider-Man suit, so there's probably going to be a bunch of Spider-Men just running around, being nice to their neighbors, being good fathers, good husbands and boyfriends, and good nephews and, like, great-grand-nephews or whatever. Cat dads. Cat dads. It's just... If you don't like Spider-Man, then we need to have a talk. Just, like, DM me on Twitter, Dark Chocolate Voice. I, I will listen to you, okay? I will. You should love Spider-Man as much as we do. It's yeah. so great. Spider-Man is honestly one of the most wholesome characters, like, heroes. Because there's a lot of, like, really awesome heroes, but Spider-Man is just... He's so good. Mm-hmm. He's just good. He also has the most memes about him. Because that, that ye old Spider-Man show is yeah. just, like, yeah. quality. So he's... What a Spider-Man. Yeah. And Tom Holland recently was on uh, the sing-off. The, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> performed one of the <laughs> best performances that might have ever graced the internet and cable television. So, so I've, good. I've watched it, like, seven times. <laughs> it's just... It's so funny. It's so good. He does such a great job. He's... Just who he is as a person, he he's very impressive. He's mm-hmm. he's actually like young enough to play the part. Um, he is physically capable of doing these stunts. Like mm-hmm. I've seen videos of this kid doing like seven flips off yeah. of one jump, and I'm just like, I can do a somersault. <laughs> like I can fall really crap. well. I don't know if that's like a talent or not, uh, but I think it's it's pretty. I cool. consider it a talent. Thank you. You're welcome. See the Martha's that bomb us. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. He's just he is an impressive dude, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to see what he does with this role and anything that he does in the future, because based on the past Spider-Mans, we're gonna get maybe two, mm-hmm. possibly three movies out of him. Possibly. Yeah, but I really, really hope that when he's done with the Spider-Man franchise, that he moves on to something else and we can continue to see him grow as an actor definitely and the cast itself is also insane michael Keaton yeah. will be in this movie as the vulture 
Yep. Uh, so you get to see Batman turn into another large bird, uh, which is pretty <laughs> sweet. Uh, Zendaya, the Disney Channel star. I'm a huge Disney fan, <laughs> believe it or not. Same. And uh, she's just a really cool dude. So it's awesome to see her like just move to another like phase of her career. And she's an insanely talented actress. So really excited to see her. And yeah, there's just going to be a lot of like flip, flip buildings yeah it's just so excited it's gonna be a great movie probably if not i'll send you a small vial of my tears uh there will be many tears this movie is not great so there'll be enough for all of you our four listeners Uh, (laughs) but yeah i (laughs) i can't even get my mom to listen I'm I'm really excited. Uh, I have high hopes. I love every movie that I see, so I'm not <laughs> I'm not worried about it. Um, I feel like both of us are going to be disappointed in some form or another from this movie, just because we are so excited about Spider Man in general that we have the highest of high standards. Yeah. But I'm gonna watch it seven times, and then I'm gonna form an actual opinion. I'm going to watch it once cry from happiness for a little while maybe cry from sads later and that's when you'd get your vial of tears and naturally are a faithful listeners and immediately have a super critical analysis of the movie as i always do so yep <laughs> i'm excited um i am really excited for this movie because for a couple of reasons they fall into the same category though um marvel does their like fan box thing every other month um, Marvel Collector Core, that's what it's called, yeah. It's like $25 a month, you get a box of $50 worth of stuff, and it's always really cool. You, I think, pretty consistently get, I think every time, I'm not sure, I can't remember, I suck at this, uh, you get like Marvel exclusive Funko Pops, which is so cool. I have uh, Peter Parker Spider-Man, where he's like, doing the thing, and you can see his legs like up in a jump, and he's got a little clear stand, so it just if you're far enough away, it looks like he's just suspended there. Um, you have that, too. Yeah, I do. <laughs> it was a Christmas present. I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Um, and then this month, or next month, whenever, I can't remember. I'm so bad at this. It's this month. Uh, they're doing a homecoming one, and I'm just going to cry when it shows up. Like I'm so excited for this. I also forgot to mention it, uh, since when I was asked what movie I wanted to see, I just yelled Spoderman, but the name of the movie is Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> if you did not know that, then that is what the movie is that we're so excited to see. Yep. Um, but aside from Marvel doing their wonderful collector core, I'm so excited to go to places like Walmart, which I, I hate, but I, I still go to, or wherever else that they sell merchandise, and... Just how everything's been peppered with, like, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm so excited for all the Spider-Man stuff. I'm going to be up in there with, like, seven shopping carts just pulling things from shelves. Yeah, me and all the suburban moms are going to be very excited at Target for a while. I'm just going to be getting my steps in, going down the aisles, yeah. just picking up stuff, whipping everywhere. It's yep. Gonna great. I'm, they're going to get to the checkout, or I'm going to get to the checkout, and they're going to scan all my items, and they're going to be like, yeah, it's going to be like $6,000, <laughs> and I'm just going to cry. <laughs> and then give them your credit card. Yep. <laughs> you can have all of it. I'm so sad, but just, I need it all. <laughs> just like Adele did 
2006. Yep. Totes. Had to have it all. Yeah. in the deep. I'm also an Adele fan, or used to be more of, but she's still very talented. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Because I will talk about Adele. No, we're not talking about Adele. Cool. It's been real, peeps. Thank you for using your ears to listen to what is currently our mouths. It's been a good time conversing with you in different times. Diggity dank. Yep. <laughs>